This is exactly right. You ready, Scotty? I'm flying high, Curdy B. <sighs> there is. <laughs> this is a good one. There is a lizard sex satellite floating in space, and Russia no longer has it under control. <laughs> oh, oh, goody! So this is how it ends. Uh, all this onore on a spacey bananas. gentlemen welcome to bananas that's scotty landis that's kurt curdy b brown oler how you doing my friends i'm good i'm not bad at all i'm excited i'm excited to to see people it's so nice to see people on zoom oh yeah we have a great guest that we should bring right on today i'm but, very um, excited I, I do want to hear a little bit about the past two days for you kurt because you shot something i want to hear a little bit oh yeah no i got to shoot some tv um, and it was nice because there was a little reunion with Holly Hunter and Vela Lavelle, who were both in the big sick. And so that was really nice. It was very fun. And uh, we got to shoot on the oh, the good place, the the lot, like the good place set, which is always fun. Um, let's but bring yeah. Jessica in. Let's include, let's yes, include here we our go. wonderful guest. Our guest today is a fantastic comedian and actor. You mm-hmm. might know her from the movies The Heat, Spy, Pitch Perfect mm. 3, fucking Ghostbusters, what? or all Amazing. these cool shows, Big Mouth, Veep, Search Party, or you might Unreal. listen to her fantastic podcast, Ask Rana. Mm-hmm. Please welcome the wonderful Jessica Chaffin. What's up? Uh, thank you for having me. I didn't know Scotty was such a great mm-hmmmer. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a that's a real skill set. He I'm is. a listener. I'm a po- yeah. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a uh, an active listener. I'm an active listener. So <laughs> yeah, I poly- If you hate it, I will stop at any moment. <laughs> no, I don't hate it at all. I think it's like it's, it's very important. You need the oral cue. You need the, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you were doing the mayor show, Kurt? I guess so. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about, it, but it's up. It's out there now. Yeah, I'm, I just it's did fine. a day. I did a I did two days on Mr. Mayor, which is great. It's nice to have. You're gonna say Holly Hunter. You're gonna say the Good Place set. You're gonna be saying Mr. Mayor. (laughs) Yep, we're saying it for you. We're We're saying exactly. I never mentioned it. it. I never mentioned it. That's exciting. I would I would love to know what Ted Danson smells like. Did you get happen to get a whiff? Oh, he smells like America. Okay. Oh, he is. He. We just started Hmm. watching just Cheers. (laughs) Like like started watching like. Oh yeah. We're gonna watch every episode of Cheers. And yeah. Ted Danson is my America. It's my idea of America. Whole, the whole yeah. career, all the yes. way through, till now. Every time I see Becker. him, I'm, reass- I'm reassured. I'm happy. <laughs> Becker. Good always. place. Becker. Becker. Three men and a baby. Three Becker. men and a little lady. A little lady. Don't forget the little lady. Yeah. That was a great one. I went back and watched the Cheers pilot um, a couple months ago, like during the pandemic. I watched... Yeah. I probably watched 10 episodes of Cheers in a row. You know, once you, that pilot is still like, because what people either know or they, now everybody knows everything about showbiz probably. Spoilers, But that like, (laughs) usually it takes a season for the show to become the show that you think you like. Yeah. That you remember the show better than it was, but like somebody crossed their fingers and let somebody have a whole season to like figure out who these, 
actors, do these people even know each other? And like, what's the relationship with these characters and all right. this stuff? And that show from the jump, it's just the most amazing. Everybody knows exactly what show they're in. Mm-hmm. Coach is like the greatest thing ever. Yep. Yeah. But Ted Danson is just like, oh, such a pleasure to watch him like walk in and out of a room and like polish a glass. It really is yes. pleasurable. Yeah. And he's so funny. So funny. Guys, watch Cheers. A great American. A great Ted American. Danson, a great American. Truly. Yeah. Do you guys want to hear about this uh, satellite? Yeah, oh, speaking the, of American, let's hear yeah. about Russian. I like anything that satellites. the that the Russians have lost control of because I feel like that's always the story with them. They always go in thinking like we've got it, and then it's always like ah, slips it slips Whoops. through their fingers. <laughs> the hubris yeah. of the Russians. Yeah, uh, this was sent in by Laura Sosa, S O S A. Uh, this is from Great. the Isn't Sammy. Yeah, yep, exactly. This is from yep. the Washington Post, written by Abby Phillip, the best in the business. Oh God! All right, boy, can Abby type? <laughs> Here it is. At this very moment, a Russian satellite full of geckos, possibly uh-huh. having sex, is floating around in space, and Mission Control Amazing. has lost the ability to control it. The Great. Fo- the Photon M4 research satellite launched on July 19th with five geckos on board. The plan to observe their mm. mating activities mm. in the zero gravity conditions of Earth yeah, we orbit. Because we need to know, we need we to need know, to know. how we geckos know. will fuck in zero G. <laughs> we need to know. Or if they even will. I like, exactly. Are yeah. geckos super horny? Like what? I like yeah. that there were, fi- there were five of them, though, because it's like... Yeah, four. You start. You start pairing off into couple. It's like five keeps it interesting. You know, like who's going to end up with who with an uneven number? Yeah, there's always like a lonely Brian at the end of the night. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Several other earthly creatures, including plants and insects, were also placed on board for experiments. Oh, they're dead. Shortly after the satellite made its first few orbits, it stopped responding to commands from Mission Control. The equipment on board, however, is still sending scientific data back to Earth, a spokesman for Russia's Institute of Biomedical Problems said. Uh, Yeah, biological experiments started as soon as the satellite was launched, which means fucking. That's what they mean by the biological Mm -hmm. experiments. That's what I always refer to it uh, when I want to have sex with my wife. I was like, would you like to do a biological experiment, honey? (laughs) I'll be sending data back to... uh... Yeah, Scotty's out in the the driveway. (laughs) The Institute of of Biomedical Problems. Is that what it was called? The the word problems is in the name of the the department. You would think, yeah, it's going to happen. They're going to lose control of it. Um, But here is... But that's such a, like, Russian translation. It's like, (laughs) you know, problems. (laughs) Meaning, like, things that they just haven't haven't been figured out yet. Like a mathematical problem, you know. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And here is here is the la- the last piece of information from this one is the update. It's been updated. Good news: Russia has regained control of the Photon <sighs> M4 satellite. Uh, not they, good news to me. I, I hate that news. <laughs> you wanted them to just like just fucking space un- unencumbered. Yeah, well, I mean, they for them to fail. Yeah. Well, if they had plants and insects and each other, then they probably could have lit. It probably would have been like a weird. Um, what are those called? A uh, like terrarium self-contained yeah it would have been like its own biodome and then they could just be like living forever going out deep space and then eventually there is they're going to crash into something and start a community maybe they already exist maybe this already happened i don't yeah. know but I love i'm not it. smart i don't I, know 
I would, I really do. If there's anyone listening who is a scientist who has any idea yes. what, what would be gained by having geckos fuck <laughs> in zero G, please, please get in touch and let us know. I, yeah, what do we learn? Do, do we, we learn, learn that they, do we learn that they like, they I would imagine it. that going through zero gravity is, well, just the, never mind zero gravity, but like leaving the atmosphere. I would imagine that's like a traumatic yes. feeling. If you don't, if you are an, a creature that is not capable of, mm-hmm. under, like an astronaut knows these are the things that are going to happen. Yeah. Yes. And so you can prepare yourself for They're that aware. idea. Right. But all of these critters are right. just basically like sent through this event horizon, basically. <laughs> yes. And so now, like, yeah. I, what if they just never want to fuck again after that? You know, like, it's so traumatic what has happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the idea that, the, that they would behave somehow the way that they behaved on Earth is crazy. Also, like, the feeling of what I can only imagine is the feeling of being in zero G is the feeling of. About oh to drop on a roller coaster, right? Like yes. where your like belly goes up, and why do they imagine that geckos are going to be like, mm, "Gonna but, bone but, now"? Like, yes, they're... but also you're suggesting that, like people in zero gravity, that they will figure out how to find their way to each yeah. other. Well, I guess they got stuck. Like, oh, that's astronaut, a great point. They got to hold on to something. Like, yes. how do they even position themselves to fuck? Ge- Gecko's got sticky fingers, I think, as I know from my child oh. being interested in, mm-hmm. in geckos. They can like. That's you. why geckos. Maybe, maybe. Oh, maybe that's why. They suction, suction fingers. Yeah. Helps. To, helps. Ah, for fucking that, now ice. that I can buy. Maybe it's just yeah. so they don't experience zero gravity. Yeah. Oh no, they. I mean, they probably feel it, but they stick themselves to a wall. Oh, it's gotta okay. be tough though. I mean, having sex on a waterbed is difficult, let alone flying around <laughs> aimlessly without gravity. Like, yeah. it's not. This isn't going to be fun for them. We're cr- are they still selling waterbeds? <laughs> I'm sure they are. Still? I'm sure they are. I am. I I'm feel sure like somewhere. Scotty would definitely have one if you could. If you could have a waterbed, you'd definitely have one. Yeah, if He's I been ever get one of those. To- yeah. <laughs> what do you want to fill it with you who like i want to fill it with you who and uh no i wanted to fill it with bailey's irish cream right, i actually right, right. asked the internet to help me figure out for a california king waterbed how expensive would it be to fill it up with bailey's irish cream and about like a bunch of people jumped in and it's around thirty four thousand dollars to fill it up all right and so i think that as a social experiment you know we can't do this now now is not the time for us all to share a bed but what would it feel like to sleep on a bed of Bailey's Irish cream? Would it be it's the best something I've dreamt about for yes. sure? <laughs> Me and the Russian. I love a good. I love a good Bailey's. I love a good Bailey's on Me a plane. A uh, couple of ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ooh girl. Anyway, we're all, we're all making fun of the, this gecko story, but when we're all using gecko fuck gloves in thirty years up in space, That's right. we're gonna appreciate. Or enslaved it. by lizard things like <laughs> lizard aliens and. The right. next generation. Well, yeah, if we're versions. wondering how it happened, it was the gecko. Yeah. It started with the gecko. There we go. It's got to give us. Oh, this one. is like this is like Terminator. So this is like what we're That's seeing right. now is the John Connor story. Yeah. That's what I think. And then in a hundred years, we're all going to be like, where did these lizard people come from? And it was the Russians that did it. Yep. Yeah. You're going to wake yeah. up, open your eyes, and on your ceiling is going to be a giant gecko man and he's going to drop down and that's the open of the movie I, and I would watch I it. did love V. I, v I was one v. of not the I mean the original yes, V. In the 80s. Um 
I still to this day, it, it is burned in my brain when she gives birth to the baby and then the second lizard baby crawls out. Oh, yeah. You got to. Oh, that's you still one of the greatest moments, one of the greatest, great for me, <laughs> great cinematic moments of all time. And I went yeah. back and watched it a couple of years ago and it was like literally the worst puppet that you, <laughs> but it was so real to me when it happened. Yeah. yeah. And it was yes. thrilling. I feel like they just didn't, and they, they had like so few episodes, and the episodes came out like very. I always remember waiting for long periods of time oh. to find out what would happen next. But maybe that was just a child's anticipation. Yes. Remember, remember right. when waiting was a thing? <laughs> but like we're so disdainful of waiting now. Like the yeah. idea that you'd have to wait for anything, yeah. and it's like waiting is great. I totally agree. It's it's a time. No, it's a it's a time for blue sky. Real crickets on that. (laughs) I miss going to the bank with my mom, and then like the bank manager would come over and give you a pretzel rod or a lollipop just to be like, it's gonna be twenty minutes. Like we know you don't. Yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do? Read Doonesbury? I'm like six years old, so it's like, here you go. We know this is just going to shut this kid up, and you would nurse that dum dum as long as you possibly could. I miss sort of the norm. Like, what did people do? What did people in offices do in the seventies when they didn't have anything to do? Now you're just online. I have, I have you're no messaging, idea. You're on Instagram. Yeah. Like, what did they do for twelve hours a day? Like, what did people do during a normal eight day work day? I think drank. They did crossword puzzles, and then they took martinis at lunch. That's exactly. Right. Hit me up with another one, Scotty. You got it, buddy. And then I have a kind of a sex one, too. I didn't know you were going that way. And then, then we'll get into the decent stuff for the kids. Oh, I'll say it after the commercial break. Company launches bike seat vibrator so you can turn your Peloton into a sex toy. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, this was from... You're never going to... Jessica, you're how never going to believe this. How much did they say this attachment was? Or um, is it, am I getting ahead of the story? It's, uh, it, it is the last line in the story, but I will tell you. $30. Oh, affordable. Wow. A steal. Yeah. Very affordable. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, if you can afford a Peloton, you can probably afford a little bit more than a $30. You could probably attach vibrator. this to anything. You could That's put it on right. any bike. <laughs> I mean, could... it's like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> so, <laughs> this was. Fuck you anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great slogan. Um, this was from Cosmopolitan Magazine. I mean, Cosmo. where did we oh, yes, all learn la- about this kind of stuff? The Ladies' Journal, yes. The la- <laughs> uh, my, where I always go when I'm looking for a new vibrator. Absolutely. <laughs> Written by Karina, I believe it's Shay. I'm going to say Shay. And it was sent in by Kate.V.Great. And I'm saying it's because it has four R's on Instagram. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Karina. Best in the biz. Porn company an occasional sex toy accessory company, Cam Soda, announced its new O-Seat, a bike seat with an inside pocket to fit a vibrator that works on Peloton bikes. You, uh, you simply mount the O-Seat on top of the existing bike seat, and right away, Cam Soda's site says that it's easily transportable and discreet, but since you'll probably use it in your home gym, we guess it doesn't need to be too discreet. That's right, Karina. You get us. Uh, Cam Soda has also... Uh, this one's a weird one. Cam Soda has also previously launched Vapegasm Vape, which when in, used in conjunction with 
Lovens Lush, L- Lovens Lush uh, I think that's a company. Uh, it gets stronger and harder as you inhale on your vape. I don't even understand how that works. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, what? Wait, it's a dildo that gets hard when you vape? Well, it's a vapegasm vape, which when oh. used in conjunction with... Lovin's, Bluetooth. Lovin's Lush. The two companies are separate but frequent partners. It actually gets stronger. Oh, it gets the stronger. The vibration. Hail. Oh, the vibration gets stronger as you're inhaling on your vape. Weird. I, you saved me because I had no idea. So the so the idea is these things are like Bluetooth connected, yeah. and you the, when you inhale, it triggers the thing to like. Mm-hmm. Pump it up a notch. Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah, like a, hard, a, right. a harder. Or does it vibration. get physically harder? No, I think it's a harder vibration. Okay, yeah. it's huh. Cosmo. You... This isn't top of line reporting, honestly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but well, I'm also for wondering this, for this sort of story, though. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah, but I'm also like wondering. It, uh, both both things both things are I have questions about. Like, do <laughs> yeah, you <please>. do <laughs> you want to, do you want to get like, do you want to have a vibrator on while during exercise? And what Great about the, the vaping? Right. Seems who strange is too. this? Who is this for? Yes, is the question. I yeah. don't know. Who did they say to the research and development company? Say this is like this is a mark, an untapped market. Yeah. Who well, has time to ride a bike a- for an hour and then masturbate? Let's just bang this out right away. You're on screen. You're getting encouragement. You're in a class. Maybe it's for like secret voyeurs that just want to have a moment without having a full moment. I think it's for people that were horseback riders as children. Oh, dear. You and said so, it. Not me. So oh. that you're like, you're disappointed. So you're riding this bike all the time. You're jumping up and down off this thing. And you're just disappointed <laughs> that you don't get that extra with the bounce. You don't get that extra something that you get, you know, when you're yeah. po- posting on a horse or whatever it is. So they're yeah. like, Let's serve that sliver of the population. We're gonna, yep. They're going to sell a ton of these things. Let's get real. They're going to sell so many of these <clears throat> at 30 bucks. So while Cam Soda doesn't actually manufacture toys on its own, it does create the apps and hardware to work with existing toys. The seat doesn't actually include a vibrator oh. and is recommended <laughs> it's to use... It's just a seat with, with the, a pocket. That's yeah. all they made. They made a that- pocket seat. <laughs> So that explains the price point. You could put yeah. anything in right. there. Exactly. Oh, Ice, it's a cubes. <laughs> Ice cubes. Ice um, <laughs> You could also so take yeah, a bike seat are, and sew If things a are getting a little it. too warm, yeah, during the Peloton workout, you want a little cool down, you know. Yeah, maybe sit next to the Peloton and just use your hand to crank it and sit there and <laughs> save yourself $30. Um, but it's all, these are both, here it says, they're the, the love This is for the lush. busy, uh, yeah, the busy woman, you know, the, the super type A woman who doesn't have time to make time in her schedule for both exercising and masturbating. Yeah, that's right. It's for the fit, busiest woman who doesn't want to enjoy masturbating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just bang it all out. <laughs> so um, they they made me say this. So while the O seat works with any bike seat, so hey, get out there, buy a tandem, have a couple moment. Uh, it isn't an official Peloton product, obviously. Although, oh. who knows what their next big move is after that ad? Truly, Karina's making some jokes. Um, but it does say on the OSEATS website that they it does call out real big that the product works with Peloton bikes. You can order it in pink, blue, or gray for thirty bucks. 
So there you go. So it's also another color so that if you live with another person, they like there's there's actually nothing discreet about it. Right. No. It's your masturbation it's like, seat. It's like, honey, yeah. some, can you please switch your masturbation seat out because I want to use the Peloton. Yeah, you left your vibrator seat on here. <laughs> yeah, but maybe it would feel good. I mean, if it was if if there was a vibrator on your on your taint while you were riding a bike, uh, that would probably feel good for a yeah, guy too. Maybe it's like a reward system thing. Maybe it's kind of like you know the much like our geckos in in the space yeah. shuttle. This is or whatever the satellite. Maybe this is like a rabbit uh rat in a cage deal like a pellet so you're yeah. like okay this makes you exercise more oh, because it feels good that you just ant- that is it that's the reason it just it's a little bit of pleasure with your yeah. pain right i think really though what it is is this company's one of those kind of like pt barnum kind of companies so they come up with these crazy like vape and cum toys or whatever <laughs> but then what Sorry, they really do is <laughs> so you're like who are these people and you look them up and then yeah. you, what you do is you just Cam buy soda. whatever else whatever yeah. else you need from them yeah yes exactly i, I had the exact opposite novelty experience. products um i used to race mountain bikes and my first race ever i was 16 years old and i drove out in my little toyota corolla with my bike on the roof to fair hill and um I had to find somebody to sign for me to be an adult. I didn't know I had to have like a legal guardian. So I found some guy from a similar bike shop that I worked <laughs> in. I was like, will you be my dad? And he was like, yes. And so I was so ready. I trained. I tuned my bike up the night before, like stayed late at the bike shop and just got everything perfect. And it was 16 miles and about mile 12. And also it's an adrenaline rush. It's your first race. You're like nervous. It's like running any race or marathon or whatever. You're just like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Is this a race like rad or is this a race like no, mountain biking? this is a cross-country mountain biking race. Okay. It was 16 miles, all like single track, so through the woods. It started with a sprint. There was a great river crossing where all these people started eating shit in this really wide river. And I was coming down the hill to hit the river, and I clipped out of my pedals, jumped, ran full speed carrying my bike, passed probably 20 of the 35 racers in my class. And then I was in the top 10. And so I started blowing by people. I was, like, really doing well, and I I, I felt comfortable. And then about mile 12, my seat goes straight up in the air. I had forgotten to tighten the little nut that's underneath the seat so it sticks straight up in the air. I mean, this (gasps) is like riding... On a toucan's face. It was not pretty <laughs> or not good. And so I had to stand up. And so for the last four or five miles, I had to stand the entire time while racing. So I'm exhausted. People are like looking at me and cheering me on. They're like, come on, bud, like two more miles. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, and then the last part is a flat, flat straight away. I mean, my only other option was to quit or to walk like, funny for the rest of my life and so yeah. i keep going because i was my first one and i didn't want to be a loser and i cross the finish line and people are cheering for me and then this guy that i don't know is like dude that's incredible you like sprinted to the end you were like out of your saddle and riding and i was like i had no choice i was, like, <laughs> I, I was in pain i couldn't sit down i wanted this to be over I got fourth place. I got a plaque and got to stand on the loser's podium next to the winner's podium. And then the best detail is they had a free masseuse who was a female bodybuilder. And she was (laughs) ripped. She looked like an American. She looked like Storm or Lace or Ice or whatever from American Gladiators. And she's like, I'm giving free massages. Would you like one? And she ripped me apart. (laughs) She was... Wherever that woman is, thank you so much. Best massage I've ever had. Cried the whole time. But yeah, I had it like... I had the exact opposite of the O seat. 
<laughs> but did that did that set your uh, set the tone for you as a sexual? Like, did that set the tone for the rest of your life? Like having yes. like had this incredibly strong woman like manhandle your body after you had totally exerted oh, yourself. That's a good. question. I thought you were going. Are like, you, do you are like you ex- pegging? And I'm like, no, ma'am, I'm fine. <laughs> um. Oh, are you attracted to uh, strong, physically strong and powerful women? I think. I think I am probably more than your average hetero dude. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind somebody picking me up over the their head and throwing me onto a bed. That would be fine with me. <laughs> there That'd it be is. fine with me. I, what am I? That'd be cool. Also, just how tall are you? Six three. <laughs> so good luck. Um, do you, Jessica, well, do there's you only one friends? woman. It's her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do I have any friends? Do you have any friends? No friends. Not many. Just Kurt. <laughs> and, Far fewer uh, than I thought. I'll, I'll be honest with you. In in the pandemic, I've realized that I. But I'm fine with it. But I'm like, oh, I guess I only have like four friends. Is this the background that you have, or is this your actual <laughs> kitchen? <laughs> Just realizing you're doing oh, really well. It. Oh, this is the kitchen. Um, Beautiful at at the office that I work at oh, sometimes. Okay. Basically, that's like a house. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, no, I was going to ask you: Do you have uh, lady friends who are into powerlifting now? Like, because I've noticed it's a growing trend. Yeah, this whole like I guess it's not CrossFit. It's called something else now. Like whatever all this like body transformation stuff that people are doing that right. kind of thing i have a lot of friends who are and like a lot of moms stuff that i just see squatting a tremendous amount of weight and i feel like it's a growing i mean it feels positive yeah, i was going to a gym before the pandemic yep. um that was this really cool gym that um basically was but it is funny because like gym culture is just gym culture and this was yep, a place bad. where there were all these people who were very like a lot of like gay, straight, bi, all these people that were using this physical transformation as a way to kind of like manifest who they wanted to be. Like, I guess it's sort of body hacking type stuff. Right. But it but it wasn't or, or biohacking or meaning like they were just seem to all be really focused on transformation. Yeah. So, and not just in the usual kind of like people go to the gym to feel better. It was like, this was sure. like kind of this sub community in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, I think it's growing. And it was really interesting because those are people who you traditionally like, mm-hmm. not that they don't work out and stuff, but there isn't always like a, you wouldn't think that there's like a place. where, it. And it just seems like as gender and everything else has changed so much in the world that like gyms are also starting to be transformed and that people are really using that that physical man that that whole idea of like physical transformation to manifest like self transformation oh, or whatever yeah. yeah yeah and so it, so it you did see amongst all of this I don't I'm not cool enough to have any like to fall into any of those yes, categories. Yes, you I, are. I wish I no, I so wish I could tell you like and I've just decided <laughs> like at this stage that I'm going to be this other thing and it's like I wish I even the idea I wish it would even occur to me that that right. was like a possibility right. to be a different a, anything other than whatever this is. But the you there were some moms mixed in there and stuff and they're like they get a real rush, I guess, just in the same sure. way that men do or whatever. But like, of from and also it's kind of the key to like fighting aging. So all these people that are right. sort of approaching 50 in some way 
you know, you see all these and you and men that are particularly men that are approaching yeah. fifty, where you're like, I am emotionally approaching. Everything 50. is about strength, where it's like. I will live as long. I will live so much longer if I'm strong. Yes, which is also true. Like, yeah. okay. but it's also if you want to live a long time, you got to take care of your body. It's also true if your grandfather starved, you'll live a long time. So, <laughs> mine did good. There uh, you go. Did you know? Like, you, that's like. Is that one of those things? What's it called? It's a genetic um, thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you know the um, there's a word for that, and why can't I think of it right now? Um, is it epigenetic trauma? Do you know about that? Whoa. Is that what it's called? Holy smokes. It's no. a great I'm word. I'm probably saying that wrong, yeah. but it's this idea that like, if you're the child of a Holocaust survivor or something, I like if you're see. the child of somebody who starved yeah, and they, and their body went through, it's this thing that we didn't think was a thing, which is that people don't transform um, like genetically in one lifetime yeah. you know darwinism is like oh it takes generations but there is this idea that in one generation mm -hmm. like you're saying kurt yeah, you probably know better than i do it's like how does, how does the starving it's thing work grandchildren not kurt children so if your children uh, if your if your dad starved you don't get any benefit from it but if your grandfather oh, starved you will typically live longer than you would have yes <laughs> it's so interesting it's fucking fascinating like, that you can pass stuff on that's happened right? to you. It is very yeah. interesting. It's, oh, it's another level of responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Pretty think big. about so it. Are, Don't are your it. children like? Are your children like? You know, oh, Olympic athletes as a result of this. Books in half. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you guys one more tease uh, us. I'm going to tease you, and then let's take a break. Uh, sure. A six. This is coming from Lauren Channon. Uh, this Thank was you, Lauren in. Channon. Ooh, EastIdahoNews.com. What by are you reading if you're not reading that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially if you live in East Idaho. This is how do the how do the West Idaho people feel about this? <laughs> uh, oh, maybe it's from the Idaho Statesman as well. A six-ton potato is one of Idaho's hottest Airbnb locations. Would you sleep in this? Yes. We'll be right back right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We oh, are. Bananas. Guys. Short answer, only if I can eat my way out of it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sounds delicious. I do love a potato product. Um, so, we, oh, uh, just real quick, everybody, you know, there's bananas. We're, we're having a live show February 6th. Go to bananaslive.com to get tickets, guys. It's going to yes. be very fun. We've got a lot of surprises. Um also, go sign up uh, for Instagram, The Bananas Podcast on Instagram, and uh, send us your story. Send us your personal stories. We'll put them in a mini. Please do. Mm -hmm. uh, anything else I'm not remembering, Scotty? Um, no, but I do have to give a quick shout out to Eleonora and James, who are both under the age of 10. Eleonora called the Bananas phone. I what? would recommend that no children call the Bananas phone without parental supervision, <laughs> but they did. <laughs> 
And their aunt reached out to me, and I thought it might be somebody putting me on, but James, I think, is very young, and he loves our theme song by Kahan. <laughs> and Eleanor talked to me for five minutes, and I was trying to figure out if somebody was pranking me or not, but they're... <laughs> Eleanor, you're too young. Uh, only call with parental supervision. I really don't want to talk to anybody under 18 years old. I'm a grown man. But uh, we're so thrilled that you're Bananimals, and... Um, and I'm sorry yeah, for cursing. Yeah, that's all I really wanted to say. <laughs> I apologize for all the cursing and drug stories. <laughs> yeah, me too. And sorry how this one started. So if uh, the parents or aunt is listening to this one, just jump to the commercial break and then start playing it from here. <laughs> but Eleanor owes you an apology. Eleonora, I think it is. Oh, Eleonora. She owes you an apology for wading into the world that she doesn't belong in. She's going to, oh. the, the, these are the rules of the bananas universe. If she's going to, you know, she wants to hear, learn about geckos having sex at a young age. Then That's right. She's going she to stick be around. The, she's the future. So I will let the yeah. future, uh, they had their moment, but yes. Uh, I started smoking at 10 and I turned out go. fine, guys. That's right. One of my favorite people in the world. Start smoking at 10. Your what can you grandchildren do? are going to be start smoking at 5. <laughs> and you guys can call the Bananas phone uh, whenever you want. Scotty will talk to you for exactly one minute and hang up. The number That's is right. 213-214-7974. You guys want to hear about this six-ton potato that you can stay inside Yes, of? sir. Yeah, but do you get phone calls? Do you really get phone calls all the time, and do you answer the phone? I do all the time. This week has been the busiest week since the launch week. I would say between... 10 to 15 a day. I had Taiwan, uh, a really nice bananimal from Taiwan, called me. She's in quarantine. Uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, Sweden this week. Um, but yeah, I probably get about, I mean, it still is averaging about 50 to 100 calls a week. And I answer and I talk to whoever calls. And when it's off, it's off. When it's on, it's on. And so you just answer on your schedule. If you're doing yeah, something, right. you don't yeah. answer. The, but if you have time, you answer the phone. I have people text me. I have the, there's probably a group of about 30 people who text me several texts every single day. <laughs> and then uh, there's probably four or five people that call me daily or weekly. And then there's just people that go, oh, my God, I didn't think you'd pick up. And then they get nervous and we have a nice one minute conversation. But you never hand the phone over to Kurt. You don't drop it off at Kurt's house and he has to answer the Not phone. Not during the Great Quar, but I would gladly give it to him when this crap's over. But we only have one phone. Mint Mobile gave us a phone and uh, it's shaped like a banana and the ringtone is the Deo uh, Harry Belafonte song. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> it's the best thing that happened to me. It's my social life in the Great Quar. It's so, so cool. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. Hit us up with that potato, Curdy B. Whimsy. The world is still of mag- full of magic and whimsy. Exactly. We're trying to bring yeah. it back little by little, I Jessica. love it. Uh, this is from Boise, oh, That Idaho. made me feel good. Tons of t- sorry. Okay, sorry. Back to the potato. Tons of tourists are dreaming of staying in a giant Idaho potato. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic forced people to cancel travel plans and stay at home for months in t- 2020. Thanks for letting us know. Uh, some people... <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I heard about that. I wasn't aware it happened in Idaho. Uh, some people took that time to fantasize about future vacations they could take and discovered Boise's famous Big Idaho Potato Hotel. Now sure. tourists can't wait to stay in the 28-foot-long Russet Burbank Potato. This is... an it is amazing. It is. It's a real potato. It okay. is probably. How can it be a real potato? It's a for real, real potato. Here, I'll tell you. Um, it's like a potato that won the state fair yes, at some and point. It, it toured around. Okay. Um, it toured <laughs> it around the around. country. 
uh, because it was so amazing. Why is none How of this in here? The photo originally yeah. here. The put here it is. This there's one sentence. That's the main question you want to know. Is like, mm-hmm. is it a real potato? And mm-hmm. yeah, and if you want to know why you're writing for the East Idaho News, we have your answer. <laughs> you don't you don't do any research whatsoever. All, the only the thing this state. article is about is about the fact that people want to stay in the potato, and almost no information about the fact that a fucking potato is a hotel. Uh, so here's the one sentence. The potato originally traveled around 48 states for seven years, according to the listing. It was part of mm-hmm. the Idaho Potato Commission's big Idaho potato tour. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> if you weren't there, you were everyone. Uh, so I went to the Airbnb listing. We'll, po- we'll post these photos. Uh, the inside is eerie. It's like all mm-hmm. rounded. It's like a round. Okay. It's it's like you're inside a potato. I'll, I'll be up front. Is it you. brown or is it yellowish white? Like, did it turn? Oh. You know, potatoes turn so quickly when you carve them out. It is. Yeah. Or did they or like black. shellac it immediately? They put plaster on the inside. So it's white plaster on the inside. Oh, okay. But the outside just it. looks like a fucking huge potato, potato with a door in one side of it. Absolutely, like, I would stay in this. Oh, hell yeah. There's a bed. Absolutely. Two chairs. I can't wait. A door. And like some places for some books. And then there's a silo that's been turned into a bathroom. Classic. Um, But it used to travel around. (laughs) What's even funnier is that originally, like they have photographs of when it was first like dropped off in this place. And it traveled around the country on very similar to our butt, Scotty. Like it's on a giant tractor trailer and which has a Mm -hmm. giant sign on that says it's real. (laughs) And it's like strapped to this tractor trailer and it just drove around the country. I don't think it's crazy to think. I don't know what year that happened in, but I don't think it's crazy to think that if it ever did a second tour, that you could be hired to be the like MC of that tour. <laughs> oh, Kurt like would be I could incredible. definitely see Kurt traveling <laughs> oh. with that potato and being like, you know, the spokesperson for Idaho and the Potato Commission. Oh my god, I Kurt would be is so into so it. good at hosting. Kurt, you can give him the script, and then like the next yep. day, he'll have to do like to the minute. It is miraculous to me where it'll be like, okay, this next part needs to be six minutes of intro, and then you hand it off, and it like. 547 you're like okay you just got the laugh will he remember will he rem-? and then he's just like okay and moves it on kurt needs to tour with the potato house so infectious. bad it would be <laughs> infectious it would be incredible i'm in guys yeah. i'm in i sleep in the yeah. potato at night i'll give people tours in the day let's do it. yeah let's take it to bonnaroo or south yes. by whatever has podcast comedy if they ever invite us they probably won't maybe they will we're, oh we're no pretty but nice. you guys we're could totally do a banana mobile yes you could yes. have a banana mobile we've talked I mean, about we, this we want a to. lot yeah. jessica i have you watched that show we're here have you seen any of that show no, no. it's What's amazing that? it's in it's on hbo max i guess maybe it's the on regular best. hbo too <laughs> well you know network. there's some well, secretly HBO Max is amazing. It's just that for some reason they they it's like they didn't have enough confidence in what they had when yeah. they launched it. They were like went with those crazy billboards that were like it's a frog, it's a this, it's a it's like what makes you think yes. the Kermit the Frog people are like Sex in the City people are like you know yeah. that was their like trying to show you how much stuff uh, they yeah. had, uh-huh. but they have. The most amazing, they have all the Turner classic movies. So they have like the most amazing movie library. But those movies go up to like the 90s. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's tons, they have everything. Yeah, they do. And they have all these amazing um, European shows that I don't know when or why they 
they acquired, but all yeah. this like British programming and stuff. But they have this show called We're Here, and it's these three drag queens. Oh, yes. Bob the Drag Queen, Shangela, yes, and yes, Eureka. Yes, yes. And it's not Queer Eye. They no. go there, and they just put on a show. They go there for the week, it's so and cool. they put on a show, and it's like literally the most touching thing. Oh. And it's just, that's all it is. It's very lo-fi, but really well, documentary style, really well shot and stuff. And it's like surprisingly super moving. But- cool. They show up in their like Shangela mobiles, their Rob the Drag Queen mobiles. And so they drive into literally Twin Falls, Idaho, yeah. where one of these shows took place, in like a hot pink high heel. Like each yeah. of their Winnebago's <laughs> are like mobiles. Oh, that's awesome. And so I could definitely see the banana mobile making it making its way we gotta to yeah. do it. We gotta actually yeah. just get a, a wiener a wiener mobile and transform yeah. it into a banana mobile. Yeah, paint Piece it yellow, add a yeah. little yeah. add a little uh, hat on either there end. You, you got a banana. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> you you we're talking about these novelty items, but I grew up in um Newton, Massachusetts. Newton. Heard of it. Which is exactly just outside of Boston. And of course, I should I should say that I was an intrepid, um, you know, teenage reporter, of course, for the for the the high school paper. Um, Two things go together like chocolate and vanilla ice cream. And so uh, one of the one of the uh, hard nosed stories that I was covered to um, was hired to cover or put on put on by my editor was the anniversary of the Fig Newton, which really was invented in Newton, Massachusetts. I like a Fig Newton. I think they're good. it's a good cookie. It's a is it a cookie? Is it a biscuit? Yeah. What it's a is Newton. it? Exactly. It is a new. Is it the dessert that you eat when they won't give you dessert? Mm-hmm. It's an escape. You know. Yeah. It's it's like grandma dessert. Like yes. the only thing you'll when you'll eat anything that has sugar. Mm-hmm. Like if your grandmother yes. offered you a sugar cube, you would eat it. Anything yeah. to make the time passable. <laughs> and to fe- and to f- to feel like a treat, yeah. Um, but so I got to cover the anniversary, the birthday of the Fig Newton, and they had a huge like party huge. on the lawn of City Hall, like a big Fig oh, Newton wow. anniversary party. Of yeah. course. And so I feel I feel somewhat of a bond with the uh, potato people. Um, I guess I was probably seventeen or eighteen. Oh, nice! At the yeah. Fig Newton party, I yeah. just was remembering you used to do a show. You used to do that mass hole show, right? At UCB back in the day. Yes. So Jessica and Wicked I fucking queer. Jessica and I had known each other. We both <laughs> came up at UCB in the late nineties. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Since the day one, since like twenty first Street. Yeah, since the original original. That UCB. was a good. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. That was my favorite. That was one. maybe my favorite of all the venues. Hands I think. Yeah. down. Me favorite. too. It, yeah. It was a, for, for those who don't know, it was a former strip club, and we used to have classes at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning, and multiple times, some crazy <laughs> drunk man at yes. 9 30 in the morning, we're doing like zip, zap, zop, and he just like bursts <laughs> through the door, just like, where are the women? <laughs> It and was it's just such a, a bunch great... of improv nerds like doing zip zap zop on a Saturday morning. Twenty first Street like probably sounds like a decent street to people. Or was it twenty second or twenty first? Why am I 21st. okay? 
Um, but it was one of those streets that's like an alley street. Like in New yes. York, there's a, there are streets that are like the back of other buildings. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, there were some apartment buildings, but mostly it was like the back of a grocery store was also next yes. to the theater and the back of a furniture store. Cause Chelsea was kind of like a little bit warehousey back in the day. Yeah. Yes. And so you're, what's one thing I miss so much about living in New York and doing improv was you never, ever all you had to do was like walk down to walk to class. If you just walked to class, there would be like seven initiations that would present themselves <laughs> in New York yes. before you got there where you're like, right. Oh yeah, of course I'm going to do a scene about, um, you know, someone pissing themselves on the subway and then asking if I, they could have half my sandwich or, you know, and you're like, yes. where do you come up with this stuff? And it's like, you literally just have to open your eyes. Yeah. But we had such, there was so much interaction with the like vagrant local, like there was so much shenanigans yeah. that went on. And then the parking lot across the street where we would like warm up and stuff. But you really, because it was like this weird vagrant D street, yes. we were always like forced into sketchiness with the local population. Yeah. Yes. Which then led to sketches. Sketchiness led to sketches, I suppose. But it was the obstructed view seats. Hard yeah. Fine. Perfect. Right. Oh yeah. Everybody on the same plane, so yes. it's like don't sit in front of a behind no. a tall person. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. I only saw one the- show there, and it <laughs> stuck with me so much that I was just like, because UCB Upright Citizens Brigade, for those that don't know, a very famous sketch uh, theater and improv theater, where back in the day in the '90s to go to UCB was like your entree into the comedy world, especially in New York. And I went to one show there when I was pretty young, maybe like eighteen. And just watched it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not cut out for this." Like they're doing something I don't know how to do. I like I. So it was intimidating. It was a black boxy type of theater, and I was like, "No, nah, no, nah, I can't. I'm out." So I quit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> All right, give us another one, Scotty. Okay, this one is so great. This one I read two days ago, and I've been thinking about it ever since. And I think we're all going to have a very strong opinion about it. Uh, sent in by Sammy Checks. Thank you, Sammy Checks. Um, this was written by Michael Hollin at Fox News. We don't like Fox Gotta News, be but true. boy, Gotta they be post true. a lot of dumb stories. They really um, do. Yes. The USA Today of the internet. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. outside of a hotel. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> husband runs cold water over pizza to cool it down in a bizarre video, and the internet brands him a serial killer. <laughs> According to the man's wife, uh, he's been doing this since at least college. Okay. Oh, God. She married this person? Thank you. First, that is off the headline alone. The word, or wife alone, you go, oh, <laughs> you sweet, sweet, sweet moron. There are probably better ways to cool food off. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Like, like uh, waiting? Yeah, <laughs> waiting. But also, it's pizza. <laughs> like, you're lucky if you get it hot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't like, remember the last time I had a hot I've pizza. I've never had a hot piece of pizza. <laughs> By the time you get it off the plate and put it on your plate, it's already cold. <laughs> I order a pizza, and I literally turn my oven on to 500 yes, exactly. the second I order the pizza. So that when bother. the pizza arrives, I can put the pizza in the oven for like five minutes <laughs> on a right. hot stone or a hot... Uh, cookie sheet and just so it'll be pizza yeah. when i eat it thank yeah. you oh there are probably better when ways was the last to time you had a domino's off. pizza i have to know yeah either oh i'm sure on set within the last i'm sure on set 
I think I like late nights on set, I've had it probably. I don't mind a Domino's I pizza. I don't mind Domino's I don't know pizza. why. I, I've never ordered one. I've never but ordered But it's always something either someone has ordered in bulk or in college. Okay. <laughs> but like, I don't mind a Domino's oh, no. slice. I'd love to know if the if the recipe has changed or if it's still great. I think it's the same. I used to deliver for Domino's. And so I still, and I would eat, constantly eat Domino's pizza. Oh, and it's I good still, stuff. You know what? My I just That just reminds me. I've never told this story on Hot Tub. My Get fucking, in. I so I had a man- manager at Domino's who sold weed, and he was going to sell me of course. weed. <laughs> um, already not a already not a true story. He told me, <laughs> and we used to smoke <laughs> weed. We used to we used to get high. So the all the Domino stores are just a big plate glass window. You can see all the way to the back of the store. So yeah. there is... Right, you can't right. sit and eat at a Domino's. It's right. only delivery. But what yeah, we would, that, that was their model, yeah. What we would do yeah. is stand... They have like... They have, you know, they have a... Get out. A, a, a <laughs> suction that takes the heat from the oven out. So there's sure. a big oven and you can see it. A we hood. would stand yeah. behind it and then mm-hmm. blow pot smoke over the pizzas Hilarious. as they went by. Amazing. And then the smoke Amazing. would Fun. go up. Fun. But my manager was supposed to give me a joint. He was supposed to give me a joint. He was like, hey, man, I'll give you a joint if you stay late and work until 2. And I was like, okay, I will. I wasn't supposed to. Some guy left. So it's just me delivering pizzas. This guy calls in at 1.58 a.m. And I'm begging him, don't take the order. Like, don't take the order. Yeah, he please, takes the God. order. I'd leave to go drop it off at like 10.15. Or 20 2:15. minutes or less. Mm-hmm. I get there. The guy doesn't tip me. It's for like five oh. pizzas at two, what a two nice 15 guy. in the morning. Doesn't tip me. So as I'm driving away, I'm s- <sighs> 17. I give, I give him the finger out my moonroof. But as I'm driving away, like I'm half a block yeah, yeah. away by the time I do it. It was to me such and a... And you're a nice guy. You're never going to flip someone off to their face. act of rebellion. Yeah. This piece of shit calls the dominoes, tells no. my manager, I get back there... And he is like, I should fire you. But instead, I'm not going to give you that joint I told you I was going to give you. And I was just like, this is 10 times worse than getting fired. This is the only thing I had to look forward to in my life was this joint you were going to give me. Oh, and also, you should fire me. You're selling fucking weed out of the back exactly. of Domino's. Exactly. That yeah. fucking piece of shit. He was also Where my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. So I think Still he was Domino's. probably... Trying to give me the. I think he anyway. no. He's a member of Congress now. He probably <laughs> got him. Yeah, dunking on him, <laughs> Jessica <laughs> Chapman, dunking on Congress. <laughs> oh man, the crazy. All right, we anyway. interrupted you so many times, Scotty. Finish yeah, this. I'm off. sorry. I'm sorry. It. I'm sorry. That's what the pod's about. It's about having fun with your friends. So. <laughs> There are probably better ways to cool food off. <laughs> nobody, and I mean nobody, likes biting into a piping hot slice of pizza and burning the top of their mouth. One man's method of cooling down his pizza, however, has made him internet famous for all the wrong reasons. In a post that appeared on Reddit's Unpopular Opinions board, a woman claimed her husband pours cold water on his pizza <laughs> to cool it down. Posting it's upsetting under- me in my bones. Wait till you see the, the video. Getting, the pizza's getting soggy. Oh, my God. Yes. <sighs> wait, wait till you see the video. It is, um, you will rip your eyes out. 
So posting under the name Daddy Ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> well, this explains it. This explains the woman, it. The woman titled he's her He's a post. ravioli guy. He's not a pizza guy. <laughs> yeah, he's Daddy Ravs. <laughs> Uh, well, don't no, even ask what he, how he cools his ravioli. But doesn't wait. She she's <laughs> she's Daddy Ravs, right? Yes, yeah, she's Daddy Ravioli. <laughs> uh, here we go. The woman go. titled her post: "My husband believes running pizza under water to cool it down <laughs> is acceptable." The now viral mm. post continues. Mm. Not my opinion. But my husband in college, my husband and I would make oven pizzas, and he would run his slices. It is so insane. He would run his slices under the water to cool it down faster. He says it didn't change the taste and was still good. She also showed a video on Imager, uh, which has since circulated on Twitter. I've heard of it. In which a man can be seen clearly... I mean, this video is so disturbing. Uh, clearly running water from the faucet over a slice of pizza. The method did not <laughs> prove to be popular among Reddit users. <laughs> Uh, who didn't shy away from sharing their most honest opinions. One commenter wrote, not all marriages are worth saving. And another (laughs) one commented, get out of your house now. Your husband is a serial killer. (laughs) Um, We're going to post this video if we can. I don't know, Tech, Kurt, if you can figure this out. I'll post it. It's such a simple I agree. I agree with the second poster that there is a straight yeah. line between, like, to me, that is the same as people that torture animals and then later murder people. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, you know how, you know how yeah. that's the gateway <laughs> right. for There's serial killers? Right. <laughs> this, to me, is like, there's something very wrong with that person's brain. Yes. And the, and what, if this, then what? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. What is he capable of? Not to mention, of? he was making, she says they were oven pizzas they were making. So technically, he had control over the temperature of the pizza <laughs> that was being cooked. It's he bizarre. He could have cooked it on 200 for 25 minutes instead of at 350 for 15 minutes. It's he, so bizarre. It's almost It's just like, not normal. It's almost like he reminds me of like um, a dog who has a piece of food that's too hot. And he mm-hmm. has to pour water on it because otherwise he's just going to take something that's burning hot and go <laughs> and yes. just burn his throat yes. going down because he won't stop eating it. Like that seems yeah. to be the kind of person he is. So this is just his stopgap to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, or like maybe his mother used to do this to food that's when he was growing was up. You know, like, oh, yes. you can't, this is too hot. You can't eat it with like, I don't know, a stem of broccoli. Oh, So yes. maybe yeah. she would just put things under the water. Oh, I bet and he yeah. was like dumbbell who was like, oh, just put my pizza under the water. So, that's hot can be made cold <sighs> through you water. Just, so Jessica, what you just said is what my brain did exactly. It's those little things in relationships. And when you find out that they're like, part of a family like a a minor family (laughs) ritual or tradition or whatever i dated a girl when i was living in brooklyn and she only took baths she didn't take showers she never took showers she only took baths now in new york i didn't know that i know wow i didn't know i didn't know you dated a like you know edith wharton prostitute when you yeah i dated a french prostitute from the 1930s sex worker sex worker they would boil the water her hair was like piled uh, always you know in a post-bath tendrils lorraine he would have to just Um, pull hot water off the stove and dump it in next to her into her cowboy tub yeah in a yeah yeah, it was a turtle 
it was a giant tortoise shell turned upside down, and I would run <laughs> pot after pot of scalding hot water in, and then rub her down with a big brush. oil, a big with linseed oil. Yeah. So, so I didn't know this because in New York, you know, we didn't live together. We never lived together, obviously. But uh, you, you know, we would meet for dates. So she had already pre-bathed, and I had pre-showered, and. So it was only when we started spending the night over each other's apartments a lot more. Um, oh and I had a God. roommate. I had a few roommates. And we actually had a nice bathtub in mind. But she had one of those New York ones, which are about like four feet long. And I'm I was going to say, there is no yeah. greater punishment. No. I love taking a bath. Some yes, people believe, why would you take a bath? It's, it's just you're sluicing around in dirty water. I love bathing. Sure. But... In New York, you literally, it is an impossibility because everything is a it's junior so bathtub. You yes. wouldn't wash a dog in these tubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. So I found out, and because she would like, she started spending the night more and she would take baths. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I was like, do you only take baths? And I, not like, least of yeah. all, because you had three other male roommates. And no, she I mean, one, bath. thank God. And weirdly, okay. I am pretty clean. Like, I would like okay. clean the bathroom more than your okay. average Joe. Uh, Joe Mulch. Uh, so I was like, oh, that's weird. And at first, I was like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever she does in her own time. I don't really care. She smells great. We're, we're gangbusters. We're having fun. And then I finally was like, do, do your, does your family take showers? And she's like, No. They all take baths. And then I started to be like, here we go. Now it's getting strange. Mm. But when we would travel together and stuff, we went to Niagara Falls once and did those kind of like drivey trips when you're in New York. I would always rent hotels that had like um, novelty tubs, like heart-shaped tubs <laughs> or giant clam tubs. Superman, of course, my dream. Heart-shaped bed, heart-shaped together. Tub. And then it was yeah. like, oh, now we're relating. Now we're bonding. We're going to have a life together. No, I was the exact opposite. I'm like, There's a ticking... Uh, clock on this <laughs> so we went to she was from north carolina and we went down to her family's like lake house or it was like on a sound or something and it was this big cabin it was really cool and like we're we're wakeboarding and we're we're jumping off and we're drinking on tubes and we're having fun and so they had an outdoor shower and i was probably the only person in the history of this family to ever use this thing so i take an outdoor shower i love an outdoor I shower, love an outdoor so shower. Nice. amazing the best and then I go down. So they had given us the whole basement, which was like set up for family to come over. So there's like one room that had all these bunk beds and all these. There's our room. And so we basically had like an apartment to ourselves. And I go down the stairs and I'm like had previously showered and I hear the jacuzzi downstairs on and I walk in and her dad is in the jacuzzi. Just the dad downstairs. I oh, think no. there was. And he's like, this is. And so I, I, I it was something like. I think he said I forgot to lock the door. I was like, oh, my God. And, and then I backed out. I go, yeah, me too. Sorry. And hung up. So <laughs> I, I think I forgot to dock the door. Yeah, me too. And then at that exact moment, I'm like, I'm out of here. And I think we broke up three weeks later. It was so Swingers. weird. But it was just like nothing wrong with a bath. But it was the smallest character trait that just absolutely drove a wedge in me being like, I don't even want to be like, can we try to shower? Like, is that a, it was just built into the family fabric. And I, uh, I hit the, I hit the F train and went on back to Windsor. Terrace. Was it the only weird thing or was there another, was, was it thing. a, was it, it was a gateway to other weird, other than her father feeling he could bathe in your bathroom where you're in your quarters. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. the only weird thing, but uh, it was also a, a year. It was probably a six month relationship, so it wasn't. Yeah. I, I didn't really get to the door. In New York, dating in New York is like 
you meet somewhere else, you hang, you have dinner, you see a show, and then you don't see each other for forty eight hours. Yeah, like, but you got to you got to go wakeboarding in North Carolina. That's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, no regrets. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. very fun, but uh, small things. The small things add up. Yeah. In the long run. Oh, yeah. Creepy. Oh yeah. All right, guys. We've come to the end. We've come oh, to the end. Goodness. How can it be? How can it be? I, will, t- I will tease everyone with just one last little thing, Ooh, um, and then we can get out of here. Scotty, you're not going to fucking believe this. Uh, uh, yes, Jessica, I will. Jessica, are you aware that the Dave Matthews Band uh, dumped all of their shit onto a <laughs> off a bridge in Chicago onto a whole boat of architectural tour passengers? Wait, what? Yeah. So they were. It was their tour bus. We did this yeah. story a couple weeks ago. Their tour bus. I went with two thousand eight. Like, or like something? at the height of Dave Matthews. When was this? Yeah, or the bottom. Yeah. Uh, that's not. Yeah, that's that to me is they're too old to be behaving that way. <laughs> the, it was the driver of the bus. He didn't mean to. Uh, or no, I guess he did. Oh, it was mean like to. when a pl- it was like when a plane flies by and empties Bingo. the toilet. He was emptying yeah. it because he saw it was a graded. Um, a graded bridge that they were driving oh, over. Oh, I for sure thought they were all drunk standing on a bridge and thought it would be funny to throw their shit on, which I which I was like, wow, I'd never thought those guys were that interesting. <laughs> yeah, they it got made, a lot more it interesting. Me, it made me want to reevaluate the whole canon of Dave Matthews. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, this is, this is a beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, PS, postscript to that story. This was okay. sent in by Melody Painter, Thank you, Melody. Thank you, Melody. Uh, this is from a blog mm-hmm. called Backwards and in High Heels. Um, and this is oh, this Ginger woman's Rogers. story. Um, I think her name is Lynn. Right? Isn't Lepante. that the quote? Yeah, yeah. The quote is Ginger Rogers did everything Fred yeah. Astaire did backwards and in yeah. high heels, which is yeah. true. So uh, this woman was pregnant at the time. Uh, okay. she, uh, she, she gets nauseous, very easily gets nauseous all the time, constantly <laughs> nauseous. Um, and she was driving in Chicago oh, with her going. family oh. and, uh, <laughs> she was oh, looking, boy. she was looking at herself oh. in the rear view mirror and noticing that like her pregnancy <laughs> hair was like super beautiful. And she like literally turns to her husband and says, look at these <laughs> curls. Like my hair is beautiful oh, right now. And ah. at that moment, she oh happened to be driving behind the Dave Matthews tour bus. <laughs> they opened up, shit starts hitting the street. It, oh, she, they drive baby. straight through it. It splashes up underneath her car. She smells it. She starts vomiting out the window while still driving. And then the, the, the vomit because of the wind and everything, gets into her hair. So then she oh, continually smells whoa. the vomit. So she conti- so that she- <laughs> she's vomiting constantly and crying, and her husband's just screaming at her, pull the fucking car over! Because she's still driving the car. Oh! So finally- and then she's throwing up from the smell of her own throw up. Yes. And, oh. and so it was just this, and then she finally pulls over, and it wasn't, it wasn't until like three days later that they found out that oh. it was Dave Matthews' band that did it. Um, oh, they should have. Smart. They should have sued for damages. Right? It's a. It's a really an amazing story. Anyway, oh. what, what do you want to plug, Jessica? Oh, I don't Please. know. Um, Please. I do have a podcast that I do as uh, a, 
alter ego character, whatever you want to call it. Um, ask Rana with Rana and Brian, which I do with um, Brian Safi of Throwing Shade or Attitudes mm-hmm. fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and also groceries. They do an awesome groceries podcast, him and Aaron oh, Gibson, cool. um, where they talk about grocery stores and stuff. It's pretty fabulous. <laughs> awesome. So I'll just plug their podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Ask Rana comes out every Tuesday and we have a regular one and a Patreon and it's pretty great. We're having a lot of fun. We just had Conan O'Brien on and um, Andy Slavitt, who I don't know if you know who he is, but he does the, all the pandemic stuff and was just announced to be in the, luckily we, I mean, we didn't know when we booked him, but he's going to be working for Biden for a few months working on the plan. Um, But then we also have crazy comedian types like uh, Kara and um, Lisa from uh, SVU. Yeah. I love them. And hopefully you guys someday when you have a little time time for us. We'll be on. We have nothing. My life is an empty so void. You just come tell me visit when. us in the carriage house. Yeah, right. I'll hit you up on the banana on the banana mobile and on the banana phone. And yeah, the, yeah, the banana mobile, it. not to be confused with the banana mobile. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. Um, and thanks for having me. This was awesome. This was the best. Bananas. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 